To those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests here at Beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which we base our message on this first Sunday in Advent is a um, blending of three of the designated readings, two you heard before from Mark 13 and Isaiah 64, and then also from the designated Psalm 80, which we did not hear before, recall these words. In the same way, when you see these things happen, you know that he is near at the door. If only you would split open the heavens and come down. Wake up your power and come and save us. In the name of our dear Lord Jesus Christ, who is coming. And so he reminds us, be alert. We weren't prepared. We didn't know that it was going to happen. How often in life, isn't that a sad truth? A lot of examples some not so recent, some very recent. The German invasion of Poland, 1939. The Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor, December 7, 1941. Everybody remembers 9-11. The earthquake that almost destroyed San Francisco way back in 1906. Katrina almost wiped out New Orleans. And then who can forget recently the massacre in Las Vegas, the largest shooting in modern America history, 59 killed, 500 hurt. And most recent, the murder of 26 members in that Baptist church in Texas. Being ready or not being ready can often be the difference between life and death. This Advent season, we focus in on two big things that are going to happen. Christmas is coming. And Jesus is coming. Are you ready as you wait? That's the question this morning. Now, don't get a panic attack, but there's only 21 days left until Christmas. Somebody said there are four ways that you can wait for Christmas. You can wait wondering if you'll ever be ready. With stress and anxiety, are you going to get it all done? The list. Christmas cards, stamps, cookies, house cleaned, the menu... What are you going to wear? Purchasing of gifts, wrapping of the gifts, the decorations, inviting friends, put the tree up, decorate the tree, hope you don't get sick, and all the, the mall's mayhem and maxed out credit cards, and we wonder if we're going to be ready. And then there are some who will never be ready. Because Christmas time is a season of dread and depression, 
Christmas is a time that always reminds you of a lost loved one, a divorce in the family, a death in the family. Christmas is never going to be the same. And it's dread. You sort of dread the day, and all you do is cry. And then there's depression. You don't have any money. You can't buy things that everybody else seems to be doing, and so you can't participate in all the materialism of the season. And then there's the waiting where you just don't care. You don't participate in Christmas. You just want it to be over, and when it is, you're glad. And then there is another way of waiting for Christmas. Like the four and five and six-year-olds. They can't wait for all the excitement. There is no stress. There is no anxiety. Somebody else is going to take care of everything. They just wait for the presents and the lights and the candy. How do you wait for Christmas? Certainly it's important for all of us how we wait, ready or not. But waiting for Christmas and whatever you get done, it's really not a life or death situation. But how do you wait for Jesus? Yeah, Christmas is coming, but more important, Jesus is coming. And how you wait for him is a matter of life and death. Now, we didn't get a chance this morning to read all of Mark chapter 13. But if you read the whole thing, Jesus gives us directions as to how to wait for his second coming. He says, be careful not to let anyone deceive you. And always remember that Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life. When you hear of wars and rumors of war... Don't be alarmed, he says. He says, be on your guard because people will persecute you. He says, don't worry about what you're going to say in your defense when you are persecuted because God will give you the words to say. He says, don't believe in false messiahs. He says, learn from the fig tree. When it sprouts, you know that summer is near. Watch the signs. Famine, earthquakes, war. Remind us that the end is near. Be alert, because the devil, like a roaring lion, is walking about, seeking whom he may devour. And while you are busy preparing for his return, you don't have to have any stress No anxiety. Don't be filled with dread and depression. Rather, be like the little child in expectation for Christmas. Because you know what? You are a child of God. And everything has already been taken care of by someone else. Your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. At Jesus' arrival... Be like Stephen when he said, Lord Jesus, welcome my spirit. When Jesus comes, be like Paul. For me to live is Christ, and even if I die, die, it's gain. 
You see, the guilty have become guiltless through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ, you are a child of God. He shed his blood for you. So now nothing can separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So how are you going to be waiting for Christmas? Stress and anxiety, dread and depression. You just don't care. Or with eager anticipation. Or maybe a blend of all of the above. But we have to be careful because sometimes we get more involved in the celebration than asking the question, why are we celebrating? But be guaranteed guaranteed from your pastor this morning, as we plan for Christmas, you will make it through. Just enjoy the fact that Jesus was born to die born in a manger for you and for me. God's Son, as a gift, has been sent to you this night. Jesus, once born in humility, will return in power and great glory. So, how are you waiting for Christmas? How are you waiting for Jesus? Just like a little child in eager expectation because everything has already been taken care of by somebody else, your Lord Jesus Christ. And there's a whole bunch of gifts waiting for you, the likes of which you have never seen in all of your life so wonderful. In the words of the psalmist, If only you would split open the heavens and come down. Wake up your power and come and save us. And so on this first Sunday of Advent, we say, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Please stand. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We confess our faith this morning in the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, 
who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We take this time to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards. <laughs> 